Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The drawing for the $15,000 year-end giveaway took place on Tuesday. So someone is $15,000 richer. That's the good news. The bad news is it doesn't appear to be somebody who is affiliated with the Callie and Jeff community. Now, this was one of like, we're a client of the company that was running it. And they're like, hey, we'll give your people. This is like an open contest to all of their clients. Tell your your people this tale. Well, I was going to say listeners, but like they're not all listeners. Like there's newspapers that participate and stuff like that. And basically they're like, as an end of the year, thank you. You can give away 15,000 of all our dollars. But it was like any of their clients could participate. So we were hoping that it was going to be an upside listener. But here's my goal for next time. The the reason I don't think it was... uh, somebody who, who is in this community is because I emailed them and I'm like, Hey, who won? So we can congratulate them on that, whatever. And they said, we're verifying information or validating information. Um, but we've already notified the partner. So that would have been us. That's what I'm assuming. Oh, got it. So they're like, we told the Which partner. Client, yeah. yeah. So, I, so I'm not done. I'm hoping that they will do this again because now I'm competitive about it. So <laughs> I'm hoping that they will do this again and then we can promote it to our community. Mm-hmm. But the goal will be to get everybody in the community to tell like a dozen other people about it. Cause if, if you, if somebody told you about a contest and the prize is like 15 grand and you won it, aren't you going to give them a thousand bucks? Depends on how much I like the person. You have like, to. Like if I overhear it and it's no, like no, no, someone no. that's if been mean is... to me before, I'm like, hmm, no, I no, will no, no. sneak in that contest. If somebody tells you, if somebody says to you. Like if Chrissy calls me. And says, hey, listen, it's a long shot, but one of us could win 15 grand. I can only, I I entered once using my email address. I entered once using my work address. I entered once using my burner address that I only use to troll people. So can you, do you want to enter? And you're like, sure. If it was Chrissy, I would give her $5,000. Okay. Well, let's not get crazy. A thousand's plenty. But that's what I'm saying. I think if we get the opportunity to participate in this again, I want to make it a mission that every single person who participates tells like 20 other people. And I want it to be somebody in our community who wins. Yeah. Not that nobody else is deserving, but we're the best. You're oddly competitive about this. I don't know why. I think I don't know why either. Cause it's not like we get paid. Right. Right. We're not going to, it's not <laughs> we like get we're nothing. It's not like we're the convenience store who sold the winning lottery ticket. You Do know you what I mean? Get something. If you sell the winning lottery ticket. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Like if you sell a million dollar winner or something like that, the store gets like 50 grand. Oh, really? If you sell one of those Powerball or Mega Millions, you get like a quarter million dollars. Oh, yeah. Everybody's How a winner. How did I not know that? Yeah. Interesting. But, okay. But if if somebody won this national contest 
that was in our community, we didn't, we don't get anything for that, but bragging rights. So I want those. So hopefully we'll be invited again. But thank you to everybody who participated. Jeff is so excited. When Jeff gets excited, just so you know, so we sit across from each other while we're recording. I'm in a recliner and Jeff is on a couch. And when Jeff gets animated, he takes his left hand and he puts it outside of his body and he starts like waving it around at the same level with his head, like in a circle. And he gets really excited. And just like this, the way that I'm talking right now, that's what Jeff does in a circle with his hand. And it's really funny. That's what happens when he gets excited over here. It's the same thing that Ellie does. It's like the equivalent of waving toward myself. (laughs) Uh, Ellie's in that phase where she's waving at everybody, but she's doing it backwards. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. I'm like, we're going to win this. Go team Callie and Jeff. You're excited. Um, This is the week. If you're ordering holiday gifts and you don't want to pay for rush shipping, this would be the week to order anything that you want. I will use that as an excuse to remind you that we have a fabulous merch store. And the thing about our fabulous merch store is that we have everything in stock right now. And Port Merchandise is they're shipping like maniacs. So when you place your order, they will ship it. Like probably that day. Yeah. So um, we have gratitude journals left. Not a ton of them, but we have some gratitude journals left. Um, We have hope earrings. We have the hope necklaces. I don't even think we mentioned that on the show. um, Yeah. The hope necklaces. Yeah. That they're officially out. Um, We have, oh, Jeff did a bundle. So you can get a gratitude journal and a mug that says life is brighter on the upside. Yep. Um, We have our uh, with gratitude bags, which have been a super hot seller. And what else? Am I missing anything? Oh, our podcast lover shirts, our upside sweatshirts. They're so good. Weird is the new normal hoodies. We have weird is the new normal hoodies. Um, So, yeah, we've got lots of great stuff. All of it is amazing quality and you're going to love it. And I would like to suggest this. If you are a person with a lot of employees or a lot of clients or um, you have to buy a lot of gifts for for like the same type of person. Teachers. Yeah. The gratitude journals make really great gifts because you can write personal notes in them and we do offer a discount for buying them in bulk. So, uh, we sell out every single year. We're very, very close to selling out this year, but I'm not, uh, again, competitive. Here goes my hand. The hand We're not going to not flailing. sell out. So, uh, head over to shop.callieandjeff.com and get your orders in today. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for Ellie. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for our refrigerator. You know what I'm not grateful for? Oh, okay. Are we starting? Is this going to be another salty show this week? We already had one this week. No, no, no. Because I'm very certain that this will be met with no pushback from anyone ever, anywhere. Why are there so many tiny band-aids? I don't know. And it's so funny that you said that because I was just thinking that the other day because... 
I needed a Band-Aid and I needed a bigger one. What was I getting it for? I can't remember what I was getting it for. It doesn't matter. The point is all I could find were small ones. Tiny. And I was thinking to myself, hey, because I make a Target run at least once a week for something. Like I do a Target pickup and I was thinking you should order Band-Aids and have them in your order. But it doesn't make sense to me. Somewhere in my brain, it's like you shouldn't order new Band-Aids until you're done with the old Band-Aids. But we probably have 100 tiny Band-Aids that don't fit anything. I don't. I had a cut on my thumb that I wanted to put a Band-Aid on. So the Band-Aid needed to circle my thumb to properly yes. to properly to adhere, right? These tiny little Band-Aids, I don't even know. I mean, they're smaller than the Band-Aid they put on your arm when you get a shot. Oh, they're, they're tiny. absolutely smaller. And we have so many of them, and they all come in boxes because we still have boxes where it's like 75 assorted Band-Aids. And I never counted or paid attention, but there must be in those boxes a dozen normal-sized Band-Aids. Well, yeah, and but we use those. 35 mm. tiny ones. So now all we're left, all we have left, are the runts of the Band-Aid boxes that we'll never use. Why are we buying assorted? Here's here's my other you question. Can't, you can't buy big ones. They yes, don't you have, can. No, you can't. I, it happened to me last time I went. To me, you walk in Target or you walk in CVS or you walk in Walgreens or wherever you're going. You cannot walk in and buy one size Band-Aid. No. That will fit no. a man's thumb. No. I don't think that's right. It is right because the last time I went in, I have the same beef with Band-Aids that I have with toothpaste. I just, with toothpaste? I just want toothpaste. I don't want whitener. I don't want the, uh, I don't want all the stuff. Like well, I, I don't think you get the stuff. I you think do. you're just trying to sell it. It's just, it's just marketing. No, it's not. Every single toothpaste comes with other stuff. Like, whitener, breath, this, the, all that. I just want toothpaste. I just want toothpaste. I don't want it to do fancy stuff. If I wanted my teeth whitened, I would do a teeth whitening thing. Same thing with Band-Aids. They don't have just man thumb size Band-Aids. They have assorted, and then they have all these other random things like Band-Aids for warts, Band-Aids for fingertips, Band-Aids for like flexible joints. Like they're all weirdly shaped. I just want a Band-Aid. That makes me want to go tomorrow and like, look, because I really Please. don't know that you're right. Go look. Why would I? Why is this the hill I'm going to die in? I don't know. I don't know. But I've done it before. And I'm like, just large Band-Aids. They don't exist. So that's the end of my rant. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. So today is Thursday. If you're listening to this on the day of release. And every year I take, I have two Full weeks where I do not have to set an alarm. If you're a person who likes vacation, I would recommend, and especially vacation around the holidays, I would recommend the music, the entertainment, and the broadcast industries. Because all three, and there might be other- Shuts down. Yeah, there might be other things, like retail certainly doesn't. If you work in retail, no. that certainly doesn't. But those industries 
around the middle of December start winding down for the year. And it's just universally understood. When I worked in music, I, we pretty much after Thanksgiving, were just tying up loose ends. Right. I mean, we were coming into work late. We were leaving early. We were going to holiday parties. We, I mean, truly. And I had a, um, a conference call earlier this week with someone that worked in music and we set it up last week. And I said to him, cause it was the second week of December. I was like, are you still taking meetings still- this late in the year? Cause I just figured, you know, there's a chance he wouldn't, there's be. a chance that he wouldn't be. Cause he would be clocked out, ready to go. So I'm like a day away from not having to set my alarm for a couple of weeks. My brain knows my brain oh, knows. Totally. And it is like, I feel like. I am 10 seconds behind myself. Yeah. Because my brain is like, <laughs> you know how you thought we were going to get two more super productive, most productive days of the year? Eh, just kidding. Your brain's going to be really, really slow. It's, and it's not anything that I've done differently. Like I'm getting the same amount of sleep. I'm whatever. But my brain, like, I don't know what it is before holidays. It's just, it goes first. The brain goes the before the body. same thing. Um, in the summertime that happens before like a road trip to the beach, like, or the, a trip to the beach yes. or a vacation mm-hmm. where you're, you have the best of intentions for your last few days of work, but they never work out because you're already, you're, you're fantasizing being on the sand. That is why I, before I know I'm about to have like a chunk of time off, I get so much done the week before because I know my brain's going to check out. And here's the thing. It's the same thing that happens in holidays because I will tell you what I will be talking about on the show in two weeks right before I go back to work. My head leaves vacation mode and I can no longer relax. Because you're starting to ramp back up. Because I'm starting to ramp. And it's not something I do intentionally, but like the last couple of days. So I guess it's kind of even because the last couple of days before I you know, set my alarm, get back into my normal routine. My brain's like, Oh, we're already back. Like I can no longer sleep in comfortably. It's this weird internal thing. I don't know if I'm like the only one. This is truly a hope that I have for Ellie when she's older, because we are a culture and we are a country defined by our occupations. And those become the centerpiece of our existence. And even if you have because your job's great. You yeah. love you love your job. You love, love your people. Um, you love your schedule as you know, tough as it is to get up early in the morning. But I, I truly do. I we talk about my schedule a lot, but I truly love because I'm I'm off work by the time people are going to lunch. And I look same thing when when I was, you know, working in, in a regular workforce, but it it shouldn't be the cornerstone on which everything else is built. And I, and I think it's going to be different. My soul is hoping that it'll, it'll be different by the time Ellie is older and it becomes, and it reverses. Cause I don't think it's like this in the rest of the world. You know what I mean? What do you mean? That our occupation, that our jobs are the things that dictate the anxiety and whatever that we feel. You know what I'm saying? Kind of. Like you're talking about your brain going away before you go on vacation and then starting to ramp back up before you come back from vacation. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I wish that it was, I wish that, that there was a way to 
be excited about vacation. And then when you were going back, like milk every minute out of like there was I wish nobody had any anxiety ever about going back to work. I don't think it's anxiety, though. I think it's just your body getting back into a natural routine. Like, yeah, I I was reading something the other um, day that said that humans do really well. Human beings in general do super well on routines like that's how we thrive. Most of us in our lives, um, which makes a lot of sense. And I know I do infinitely better when I have like some sort of routine in place, but I think that's the same thing. Okay. So say, yeah, you don't have to sell me on it. I realized as I was saying it and I was hearing my own voice say it, I'm like, you're, you're reaching on this. Oh, did you? Yeah, (laughs) totally. I'm like, you're making it more than it is, but let's stay with a work related theme because if you have ever found yourself in the, in the manager's office in HR, for a ridiculous reason, then I have a story that I would like to share with you. Is it about you? It's not about me, but I have found myself in HR for a ridiculous reason. I mean, a couple times. The so you, would you like to share with the class? Well, the one that's the most ridiculous with, to me was sitting at, was being called into a meeting. It was an- Is un- this with a manager or an HR person? This was like a pre- HR meeting, like, hey, we have to talk to you about some things. I'm like, okay, cool. And I walk in there. There's like three of my coworkers, like sitting around and one of them had a beef with me. So all of that beef was outlined. And you know what? Some of her points were valid. So I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're, you're making a valid point. And then I'm like, but why is everybody else in here? And one of the other complaints was that I didn't send her a text message on Mother's Day to wish her a happy Mother's Day. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And you're in a meeting with your manager. So I, my normal reaction is would be, you have got to be kidding me. But you can't say that. You have to be like, oh, did that hurt your feeling? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> this is seriously like this is going to be like I'm about to be pulled into HR because someone thinks I'm not nice because I didn't say happy Mother's Day. Well, in that case, I actually wished that it did escalate because I would be like, seriously, be like bring it. Yeah. Anyhow, if you have ever been in a situation like that, you could relate to this gentleman whose story is going viral on the Internet. And it's because of an issue with a coworker named Pam. Now, to the best I can ascertain is Pam used to be a intern or an unpaid associate of this company, and she recently got promoted, and she is now a paid employee Employee, of this company. And at the office, they have a cat. It's a cat named, it's a tortoise shell cat named Jean. No, that's a great name for a tortoise shell cat. Now, Jean... Uh, is a big hit. Everybody loves Gene. And somehow another cat showed up. Maybe it was a stray they started to feed or whatever. It was an orange cat and they named the orange cat Jorts. So they had Jorts and Gene. And Pam was trying to teach Jorts how to do certain things because Jorts wasn't the smartest of the cats. Jorts would um, bat at every door whether to get it open or closed. So it would oftentimes lock himself in offices because mm-hmm. he didn't realize how doors worked. And uh, at some point, the guy who is telling the story made a comment about Pam 
trying to train Dort, mm-hmm. the orange cat, uh, saying, you should just give up on that project because everybody knows orange cats aren't as smart as tortoise shell cats, referring to Gene. Mm-hmm. Pam bursts into tears. Was so upset she had to leave work. Dude comes into work the next day and gets pulled into the HR office. Oh, my gosh. For, not even kidding, discriminating against orange cats. So they have to have a meeting with him because Pam filed an official complaint that he was derogatory and discriminating against an orange cat. So the court, the meeting happens. Was this like a Reddit story or like a um, a YouTube video or something? I think the original post was on Reddit. Okay. Okay. So um, the guy goes in with HR. HR has a meeting with him. They both kind of know it's ridiculous, mm-hmm. but they got to go through the steps. You like, have to. Yeah, yeah. When someone files something. Once it's uh, – so uh, these are – the things that the poster has agreed to change in order to make Pam happy. Okay. Okay. Uh, number one, Jean, the tortoise shell cat, or in this guy's mind, the superior cat. Jean has a nice cat bed with her name on it, while Jorts has an old boot tray in the corner of my office that I've put a towel on it. I agreed to buy Jorts a bed and have his name embroidered on it. So that's one. So mm-hmm. two, I will apologize to Jorts and remove the sign in my office saying X days since Jorts had a trash can mishap. <laughs> so apparently Jorts would fall into the trash can or mm-hmm. whatever. And they had, you know, workplace injury sign. Yeah. yeah. So they decided to take that down. Uh, number three. Jean has a staff bio with a photo of her on the website. While George's, is, while George is now on the website, he has no bio, and his photo is a picture of a sweet potato. <laughs> I did not actually know that either cat had a staff bio, but we will use a properly taken photo of George instead of a sweet potato, effective immediately. I just wanted to share that story because if you haven't yet been brought in front of a HR for something ridiculous, you will. And just remember, it's not cat discrimination, so it's not as bad as it possibly could be. Right. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash upside, and you can save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash upside just because you're a listener to this podcast. Now, if you're not feeling down or depressed or angry, you might not think that therapy could be helpful or useful. But here's the truth. If something is holding you back from being your very best self, therapy could be the answer. You can unload stress that you might not even realize you have. Once you get it out, once you're talking to someone who's completely unbiased, somebody who's not going to judge you, you might notice a big difference. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start talking with your therapist in as soon as 48 hours. Like I said, 
Upside listeners get a great deal right now. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp by going to betterhelp.com slash upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Thank you to BetterHelp for being a long-term sponsor of this podcast. Socks are such a funny thing because they really aren't something that you notice until they're aggravating. And who needs to be aggravated by socks? We only wear Bombas in our house, and there are a few reasons why. They're easily the most comfortable socks I've ever worn, and I never have to think about them. There's no distracting comfort during my workout or times when I have to excuse myself at work to go take my shoes off, pull up the sock that fell off my heel and the wool runners stay put. They are comfortable all day, every day. Another thing I love is that when we first started working with Bombas, I learned that socks were the most requested item in homeless shelters. For every pair we buy, Bombas donates a pair to a homeless shelter. Now they make their underwear and shirts too. And thanks to Bombas customers, they've just donated their 50 millionth clothing item. That's 50 million brand new pairs of socks, underwear, and shirts given to those in need. There's so much more comfort to have and so much more to give with Bombas. Go get 20% off your first order at bombas.com slash upside. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off your first order. Bombas.com slash upside. I'm a guy and the chances of getting me to participate in something go up greatly if you can make that something something simple. That's what Caldera Lab does. They have three skincare products for men that make it so easy for guys to take care of their skins. They've got an award-winning regimen of three products, a cleanser, a moisturizer, and then a face serum. The serum is like liquid gold, rated number one by GQ, best natural face serum for men. But anyways, I digress. Here's how it works. You wash your face with the cleanser, then you moisturize it. Simple. Then before you go to bed at night, you put the serum on, the liquid gold on. The trio is designed to be an easy three-step process for all skin types. So whether you're dealing with acne spots, redness, dryness, Caldera Lab has you covered. Keeping it simple, guys, ladies, this makes a great gift for the man in your life. And best of all, you can try it 100% risk-free. If you don't love it after 60 days, they will refund you in full. Get your hand on Caldera Lab right now and save 30% off your first purchase. Go to calderalab.com slash upside. That's C-A-L-D-E-R-A-L-A-B.com slash upside or use discount code upside at checkout to save 30%. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. If you're in the Atlanta area, we can't recommend a Brown and Company enough for last minute holiday gifts. I think um, Sarah Beth at Brown once told me that their busiest day of the year is Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Yes. Yep. It absolutely is. Uh, okay. My first random thing is uh, if you have a 16 year old son, his next birthday will be a mixed blessing because according to the National Center for Fathering, the age that the uh, that a son dislikes his father the most, 17. Uh, number two. Do you know what the most dangerous job in sports is? Uh, referee. Team mascot. Hmm. Researchers found that of all the professional sports mascots who participated in this survey, uh, most of them reported at least one significant injury on the job. But the most common, 
ankle sprains. So uh, some other ones, uh, falling off a wall during a somersault, being pushed over a t off a 10-foot wall onto the field by a fan, falling off of a dugout, um, and, and one mascot who flipped over moped handlebars during a skit. Uh, and finally, my third random thing, swearing is a highly effective stress beater. This primal reaction helps us express ourselves both quickly and succinctly, and uh, it minimizes frustrations and keeps them from building up. So if you're feeling like you should swear, do it. Those are my three random things. Jeff Dollar, you have in front of you a list of... TV houses, famous TV houses. I would like you to read off the list that I've made for you. Bridgerton, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Seinfeld, Full House, The Big Bang Theory, The Brady Bunch, Golden Girls, Sex in the City, and Friends. Okay. Top three, which do you think are the top three houses that most people would like to live in? Um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, number one, because it's a mansion. So that's got to be in the top three. Um, Bridgerton, I only saw like two-thirds of the first episode before I fell asleep. But that is that a similar situation as like Downton Abbey? Is that mm -hmm. like a big old castle type mm -hmm. thing? I'm also going to go with Bridgerton. Mm -hmm. And then depending on who they surveyed, I would go either Friends or Seinfeld mm -hmm. for the New York City vibe. Okay. Or Sex in the City. Like one, depending on who they talk to, but one of those three New York City ones, I think, are in the top three. So New York City, my trifecta of New York City places, Fresh Prince, and, and Bridgerton. All right. You got one correct. Really? Yeah. The Fresh Prince, right? Yes. Fresh Prince was number one. 36% of people would like to live in that house. Followed by, in order, the Big Bang Theory. I I got to be honest with you. I have never seen one full episode of that show. I am not a fan of that show. Um, and I, I don't get their apartment thing either. Like to me, I'm like, really? Okay. Um, the Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch, I I vibe with that kind of house. I know you do. I love I, I do. love that 70s. Like my dream house would be a total Brady Bunch looking house, but with all the modern like touches. Yeah. Like kind of almost not art deco, but I don't know what it's called. But I like that vibe. Yeah, you do. Um, followed by Sex in the City. Seinfeld and Friends, those were all tied for fourth. Is it sex in the city or sex and the sex city? Sex and the city. Oh, okay. Um, and then Bridgerton, Golden Girls, Full House, and New Girl. I always thought the Full House house was so cool. Yeah. Is that the one with the swinging door between the living room and the kitchen? Yeah, the swinging yeah. door between the living room and the kitchen. And I always thought it was like such a big house. And then the way they show it is like with that huge lawn in front. And then you realize that there's seven people living in that house because it's San Francisco. And it's tiny. A TV anchor. Yeah, no, like, no, not tiny. But the house is big. You'd have to have seven oh, people living there to be able to afford it. Got it. Yeah. The house is huge. Are you kidding me? What would your dream one be friends? No. So mine would be 
Bridgerton because I have this like weird like fantasy life of living in that time period, but with modern conveniences. I think Bridgerton or Downton Abbey, you'd always be chilly. Mm. I think no. that's just a chilly. I think those are just that's just a chilly. They environment. might be chilly, but you would have people stoking your fire. Got it. So, <laughs> um, because they have like ladies in waiting and all that kind of stuff. Um, also, if you can guess, this is kind of obvious. I think. Who do you think they would say the best neighbors are out of those houses? Brady Bunch, number two friends, number three Fresh Prince of Bel Air. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Months ago, I mean, probably over a year ago, somebody suggested that... One of the tricks to get Lily, especially from jumping all over people when they come to the house, mm-hmm. is to convince the people to completely ignore Lily. Yes. It works so well. It works so well. The problem is, people can't do it. Like, can't do it. Because she'll still run up to the door to greet whoever's there and like to, you know, sniff, sniff, and then we'll try to, she's gotten better at the jumping, but she'll just like, she makes her presence very known. If you can go two minutes without acknowledging her existence, she will leave you alone for the rest of your visit. But if at any time during those two minutes, you give her any sort of physical reward whatsoever, she is like, she's like a magnet. She will, If you even scratch her a little bit on the head and then try to walk away, you'll go sit on the couch. Lily will jump on the couch and she'll put her little rat terrier nose like right up against your neck and give you like a little neck hug. And she's like, pet me, please. I see that you like dogs. And it's so sweet that people can't resist. How cute Lily is. Yeah. And you're like, you just got to shove her away. You can't do it. Don't touch. And so when people, so the reason I bring this up is because somebody was over to the house the other day and I'm like, this is going to sound so weird, but you got to pretend, like, do not touch the dog. Do not touch the dog. If you touch the dog, it's over. You know who has the hardest time with this? Your parents. My dad. Yeah. But they've gotten better. They've gotten better. But did you see my, (laughs) at first my dad was like, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And then I turn around last time after we've like established the rules, my dad is on the ground with both dogs, like one in each arm. So that's another thing you could do. If you're coming over to our house, just bring Callie's dad with you. And then they'll be so distracted by him that you get left alone. Hi, I just wanted to call and wish you guys a very Merry Christmas. I just got my pick-me-up letter, and I I love the picture of Jeff with Ellie looking at the tree. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. And 
I'm so grateful for this podcast and thank you all for everything that y'all do for the community, for everything. It's, it's awesome. And on a random tangent, has anybody noticed on Hallmark Channel, on the Christmas movies, if you're watching how many 90s lead singers, the bands are showing up around there? Anywho, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and bye. You've just bought groceries. You get back in your car and you've got a notification from your bank. You just overdrafted. It's the worst feeling ever. And it comes with a sense of doom if you bank with a traditional bank because you know the fee for overdrafting can be up to 20 or 30 bucks. And that's a lot of money. In 2019, traditional banks took $11 billion in overdraft fees. Our friends at Chime do things differently. Chime is an award-winning app and debit card that has saved its members more than $10 billion in overdraft fees. Eligible members can overdraft up to $200 on debit card purchases and cash withdrawals with absolutely no fees. Now you deserve to have financial peace of mind. Join the millions of Americans already loving Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started today at Chime.com slash upside. That's C-H-I-M-E dot com slash upside. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank in a member's FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements apply. Overdraft only applies to debit card purchases and cash withdrawals. Limits start at $20 and may be increased up to $200 by Chime. Chime member overdraft fee savings based on eligible members uses Spot Me versus $33 average overdraft fee. Overdraft fee data based on bank rate checking account survey and CRL June 2020 overdraft fees report. Jeff, if you think you're getting a cold, do this. Um, uptick your take in vitamins. I think I said that right. And go to the store and get Zycam chewable gummies. Like, um, they're orange. They're a little pricey, but start taking them. Uh, they work. They help reduce the length of your cold. I've, like, prevented, I can tell when I'm getting a cold, and I run to the store and get those right away. I take more vitamin C. I take my vitamins in the morning and in the night and uh, drink lots of water, get lots of rest, and it will fight it off. Good luck. Hey, this is Kelsey. Um, I was listening to the show today, and um, you guys were talking about the red plate, kind of acknowledging um, good things that had happened. And um, in my family growing up, we used to do what we called high lows. Um, and we did it every night at dinner. We ate together as a family. And we talked about our high point of the day and our low point of the day. And it just kind of gave a kind of kickoff to our conversation um, that we had every night. We were able to talk through something that was hard um, or something that we weren't happy with that happened that day and then also ended on a positive note of what the high of our day was. Um, so it was just a great thing that we did growing up that I will um, continue to do throughout my life. Have a good one. Bye. Hey, this is Carrie from Chicago. I'm calling to let you know I work in work comp in the billing department of a hospital. They, it would be considered work comp because it's technically on company time. All sorts of different things can be considered work comp. It's crazy. Some of the stuff is so silly. But if you're punched in, you're working. So that's, that's it. Have a good day. Take care. Love you guys. Bye. Hi, Jeff and Kelly. Um, I had to pause today's show show 740 um, to say that 
if you're working from home and you get injured during work hours in the United States, it is covered by workers' comp. I know this because it happened to me. Um, I've actually been working from home for longer than the pandemic. And one day during my work hours, I was in the kitchen and knocked a glass off of the counter and it fell and shattered and cut my foot. Um, And I ended up having to get five stitches in the top of my foot when it happened. Um, But because it happened during work hours while I was working, um, I had to submit through workers' comp. Um, I had to be drug tested. I had to be tested for alcohol. All of, like, I had to go through the whole process, um, even though I was working from home. So it's not just a German thing. It is also something in the United States that companies should be following. But in Germany, that man's bills would have been covered even if it hadn't been through workers' comp because Germany has universal health care. So anyways, uh, just calling to add my two cents. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Jaden has one dollar bill, one quarter, and two pennies. How how much money how much money does he have? Jaden broke. <laughs>